The Eva Carter Grail is particularly sports center on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sports Center Show here on Scarif Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union. And on today's show, it's the preview of the senior and intermediate hurling championships, as which kicks off this weekend. We're joined here, as always, by co-presenter uh, Pat McNamara. We have a number of guests with us here tonight. We also have joined by regular analyst and member of the Clare Junior Camogie Management Team, Mr. Brendan Foley, representing Killaloo. We're also joined by another regular analyst, Danny Chaplin, who's representing both Bradford and Six Mile Bridge. <laughs> We're also joined by uh, Budike Secretary, uh, uh, Sean O'Halloran, and the Scarif um, uh, Senior Manager, uh, Mark McKenna. You're all very, very welcome. Thank you, Leo. Thanks, Leo. First of all, Pat, a quick look back. Last Sunday, uh, Limerick and Cork reached John Larnan final, I suppose. Limerick was very much expected. Kilkenny and Cork was a 50-50 game. It's now Limerick and Cork. I suppose at this stage, it's Limerick's to lose. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Uh, I'm sure the Cork people themselves are giving themselves a chance. They're, they're cocky enough when they, when they get to a final. And uh, maybe they have a good reason. They have some, very, very, they have some great pace in their team. And, and a few of the stronger, bigger lads have started attacking a bit better and their forwards are or putting more of an effort in as well, but um, I, I just keep thinking to Clare when I think of Cork because if Tony Kelly buries his chance against uh, on, on Collins the last day, I think we'd have beaten Dublin, and you know we didn't ever fear Kilkenny, so it's hard not to think about Clare being in the final Sunday. It, it wouldn't have taken an awful lot, only a small bit of luck. But it's Cork and Limerick, and I think the way Limerick can turn it on when they want to uh, means that they're favourites and deservedly so. Maybe not as clear as the as the bookies are making them. I think they're one to. I don't know whether they want to six or seven on in places, but uh, uh, Cork about 10 to 3. But I'd say, you know, it's, I'd say 60 40 in favour of Limerick anyway. Brendan, your thoughts, and I suppose you, you're close enough to them down there, uh, down there in Killaloo. You're close to every, all, all the r- r- rivals down there, but uh, Limerick, Limerick's to lose, Brendan? Yeah, you'd have to say it's Limerick's to lose, I suppose, but you know, Cork in a final, how many times over the years have we seen Cork going in as underdogs and overturned teams? But uh, I think, you know, if you go back to the game in Turles, when Cork and Limerick played, if Cork took their chances that night, they could have upset Limerick, like, you know, and I think they'll go back to that match and look, there was enough chances there to, no, I think Limerick won it by eight points, I think, seven or eight points. But I think this will be close as well. I don't think this is a foregone conclusion the way the bookies have it. And, you know, Limerick have stuttered their way through the championship, really. They put in performances along, but they've never put in a constant hour a full hour, full on performance. And I think, you know, though it is Limerick's to lose, I think Cork will, will come up with some sort of a plan and have the right men in there and are ready to notch up something. And I wouldn't rule them out. Danny? I honestly think that if the peak of Ireland were in against Limerick next Sunday, it wouldn't be. I think they're phenomenal. It's just their work rate, effort, and God help us if they ever play for an hour, 10 minutes. What, you know? I, I, I just think they're awesome. I can't see Cork putting it up to them. I can't see them giving the room that Kilkenny gave them last Sunday. They're not going to be sucked out into the middle of the field and leave the gaps for the for the seed, speed merchants. So I can't see past, I can't see past them. Sean, your thoughts? I, I, I wouldn't be as confident as, as, as Danny now. Certainly wouldn't be. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't totally rule out Cork at all. Um, I just think they're improving every, every day. I think they're... They're moulding together as as a, as a unit, uh, as a winning unit. Particularly, uh, what really has impressed me is their defence. Uh, if you go back for the past five or six years, Cork's defence was a huge problem. We often heard Jerrocknan quoting, you know, down the middle they were very vulnerable, three and six, and 
and, and, and the wings as well. But I, I think they have tightened up big time. I, I think the, the, the serious work being done, uh, Don O'Grady's hand is written all over the, the, the six defenders and the midfielders. And I certainly wouldn't rule out Cork completely. Uh, I know Limerick are hot favourites, but if you go back to the, to the Limerick game, uh, to the, to the Cork-Limerick game, the, the game changed on the two goals before, just before half time, mm. right? Kyle Hayes came from wing back and and went seventy yards and scored a goal. I don't think he'll be allowed to do that um, in an All Ireland final. And if they can keep it within, you know, four or five or six points. Cork Cork could come in the in the, in the last ten, 10 or twelve minutes. I, I wouldn't rule him out. Be honest. I suppose, Mark, even going back to that first night as well, if Hoggy got the penalty in the first set, it could have been a very, very different story. But Cork have to take all their chances. But realistically, it is very hard to look past Limerick. It is. It is. You'd have to say they're the farm team and they seem to be the team that when the questions are asked, they they can step up in different quarters and it puts kind of daylight between themselves and that position. But look, I suppose you have to say there's a bit of momentum with Cork. They're improving every day. They go out and they will ask different types of questions that they've some like you see the, the attitude they have towards goal getting goals now when your man Jack O'Connor he wasn't in the game for 45 minutes at all the last day and another time he'd have been taken off and he came good eventually like so look at there there there's a different kind of a strength about him in recent times but again I, I wouldn't be as bullish as Danny but you'd say <coughs> definitely that Limerick of the farm team and you'd have to kind of favour them yeah I think so just one thing Leo, I think the difference too is if you go back to the 19 game Kirk had to bring on Harnley after he gone off with Jumber no, did no subs or nothing you look at the impact that their bench is making now like 11 scores come off the bench to Leicester Kingston came in and rattled 7 Limerick's bench isn't as strong as what it used to be so the benches could have a major factor in this match too like yeah, and an another thing on the um, Cork have lost three six-point leads in the last six matches or the last three matches Clare, Dublin and Lassunda yeah. so look uh, if they're ahead of Limerick they'll, they'll really have to put them away you know, so, yeah. Yeah. I suppose Danny will have to see Kingston saying on the line again the next day after scoring seven points Yeah luckily he was phenomenal for the 45 minutes he was on but you know he said it himself after the game he hadn't been playing well he wasn't, uh, he wasn't actually surprised to be dropped so, and you know, one swallow doesn't make a summer. He wasn't good. He wasn't good in the other games when he came on. You know, so, and will he get that kind of room? I thought Kilkenny stood off him an awful lot last Sunday and and gave him the room, made him look practically better than there. You know, in in all fairness, Pat said it. We were a puck of a ball away from beating him, and we didn't hold for the first thirty-five minutes. I think Tony Kelly even said that yesterday. He was talking and. Uh, P PWC things and he said Clare were only hold for the second half and, and yet could have taken it you know so, and likewise would we be as confident as some of the uh, beaten Limerick as Cocker I don't think we would so I, I just I just can't see Cocker doing it Sunday and I know Cocker a different animal in the final and everything but so are Limerick no. There's no doubt. And even going back, as you said, Pat, to Claire unlucky not to be in the final. And look, we have to say, in fairness, to Brian Lohan done a great job and hopefully he's going to stay on. Yes, well, sure. He doesn't know Luce Lohan himself yet. Maybe he has enough of it, but uh, whether he has it or hasn't, he has done a good job, a decent job, in fairness. And I think the Clare team is competitive, which we want them to be. And, you know, we're going out in games now, you know, confident enough that we can, we can give, a, give a performance. 
we're probably still a couple of players short of what we need to be maybe in our bench and of course missing missing the likes of O'Donnell and I know Peter Dugan has been talked to death I think he's due back to Legan's fecal as far as I know but in, in, as we'll be talking about shortly but uh, if we could have all our players I think uh, Brian Lohan would, would do a, a decent job again next year look it's very fine margins between being a hero and being being not so ran, you know as we know from the games this year you know it's, it's, it's millimetres between saves and goalposts and rest decisions and all kinds of things but um, yeah I'd say the players would be happy enough for Lohan to stay on definitely yeah, and we look forward to that as well. Look, as we'll get down to the, the, the main topic of the night is the, the championships and we're all, everyone is starting off this weekend. We start off with Group 1 of Clanlara, Aina Kilimona, Kilmele, the Mills and Whitecat. Brendan, this is a group of debt. You couldn't have put it any better, Leo, a group of debt. Um, you know, and I suppose how many times over the years have we said Whitecat always get a bad draw Well, they got four of them in this one. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't go any worse. But like, it's... I think when the draw came out, if you sit down and we're going through it, what two will come out, you could come up with three or four different combinations, like, you know, you could say Kilmele, the Middles, you could say the Middles, the Larry, could go, you know, I think we're ruling out Whitegate, but there's always a game in Whitegate. You know, they, they could upset someone along the way, but to come out of the group, I think, would be a bit much. As to who's going to come out of it, it's an absolute lottery. You know, the interesting thing I'd love to see with Clonlara is, are they going to put Conlon at six? You know, he's he's been centre back for the county. Will they stick with it? Do you know, will the club do it or will they go back revert him back to centre forward or full forward? That's the interesting thing I'd like to see. Um we're always saying about Kilmele, you know, how many times have we sat around the table here we think it's their year and they just flatter to deceive, they never turn up when it comes to the business end of it. Um the middles, you know, they have to back up their county final appearance. So it was not so long ago, only, it was a two or three year ago they were fighting relegation. So you're looking for consistency there. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it, is a, it is a group of debt, like as it says, and you could go with any combination was going to come out. Danny, you know, we look at Ian and Mall as well there, and everyone didn't mention him. You know, so many of these teams in this group could be potential championship winners. Absolutely, sure. Uh, four, four of the five have probably been in at least semi-finals over the last couple of years, you know. And any, any of them, any of them under there, capable of beating anyone in the county. Um, I just think looking at the group and and most of the matches, I suppose, will be in the park, and you, they might suit the running teams, you know, which can merely, I kill them all. They have young fellas, they're, they're good young teams, and they have space might suit them, but. If Clannera are to get their team right, they're, they're all, we always talk every year about Clannera, if they put their team right. They have the players. I mean, they have serious talent on there. But we had four of the Clare 20s, I think, and four or five, and should have two or three of the scenes. You know, it's just if they can gel together, they'll be extremely hard to beat. But the problem for them is will they, will they gel together? There always seems to be a problem down there. You know, um, I... I my own fancy for that group now would be Ina Kilimona and the Mills. Would you believe that? I th- I think the Mills, they're not they're a good championship team, um, and they'll they'll look at they'll pick out two two or three team games to win. Like if you win three three to five games or three to four games, I suppose you're 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 true. They they won't mind if they're first or second. Sean, looking at that, you know, from an East Clare side and, you know, the Mills and Wycott, you know, I suppose everyone says Wycott is going to be the probably the 
the team that's going to get the, the four not going to be maybe potentially yeah, find yeah. it hard to win any of the games you know the Mills are in the county final last year as Brendan said they were in relegation the year before bit of consistency how do you see this one going? It's just really difficult to know uh, why get you know same as every other year we, we, we never hear anything about them and they work away quietly and next thing they come in the first round of a championship and they put in a uh, you know a big performance and 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 they have done that over a number of years consistently yeah yeah and and I certainly you know wouldn't 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 rule out I wouldn't go as far as to say that they'll be the team that'll be fighting relegation you know um, but. You know, just Ina Kilmore and Kilmele, two, two neighbours. You know, you couldn't ask for a more spicy draw. Being honest, um, that could that could go either way. Ina Kilmore got well beaten by Fatal in, in the last, in, you know, in the crucial cup game that actually decided the the competition. You know, Fatal Fatal won, won won that game by ten or eleven points. So. Um, uh, I, I could see maybe Kilmele maybe coming forward there. Sorry, sorry, it was Kil- Kilmele, Kilmele, yeah, Kilmele, yeah, Kilmele. Yeah, so I could see a reaction to that in Kilmele. You know, I, I think that they'll they'll respond to that, and they could they could that'll be a huge battle between themselves and Ina Kilmona. And the Mills, yeah, I suppose the Mills on on form last year. You know, getting to county final, there's a certain amount of confidence there facing into a championship this year. But they have to they have to do they have to start winning matches. And it is all about, you know, I think the, the first game is crucial, you know, whether it is at any grade you play, because you build a moment, bit of momentum if you win and, and you go on and you progress and, you know, obviously you're more, more interested in training and the whole thing takes off from there. So that's the way I see it. And Mark, you were taking it and the Mills are playing Clonlara this weekend and as Sean said, Diana Kilmona, Kilmady, Derby match. So why could sitting back, we'll get a look at the rest of the teams for in, the, in round one probably suit them as well because they're carrying a number of injuries yes, there. Yeah. You're, if looking at it from their point of view you'd kind of hope or you'd have been hoping to have fallen that way for them now what we're forgetting here is there's the group of five so that's going to throw up one two maybe three results that will favour other teams but looking at it like Aina Kilnamona Kilmele and Clonlara I suppose if you look at the betting all of them are under 10 to, or I don't know I haven't seen it but you'd imagine they're high up in the betting Clonlara are the perennial underachievers I don't know how you'd analyse them or whatever but I, I have a feeling this year now they'll I'd kind of fancy them in that group of sorts because the longer it goes on and the more matches they get in a consistent way they might find a bit of form but like again I'd agree with Brendan there O'Callaghan's Mills the consistency will be the thing there and you would fancy them to to be in either two or three in that and, and possibly two to come out of it then look Aina Kilnamona Kilmele you know what you're getting there strong teams and they're favoured a lot of years to get to the latter stages of it so it is, it is a group that you'd say it's it's awful tricky but for Whitegate <coughs> um, to see what goes on after weekend one they'll have a fair idea where they stand even without playing and then they'll know going into their first match that Maybe they'll be playing a team that has been beaten that might suit them. So look, look, you'd be wishing them. Tis a group that kind of none of the local teams would have wanted, and they ended up in it. So you'd be wishing them well in that anyway. Yeah, there's no doubt we wish them well in that. And and Pat, you're taking it. It is as the boy said. Look, you've four of the top top teams in it. The Mills have been going very well in the Clare Cup, albeit maybe a division below the what the the top division. You know, they're getting victories. It is a different game when it comes. You know to. The championship they're playing Clonera, and as the boy said, if they get it right on any given day, they could defeat anyone. Absolutely, well, Clonera 
you know, without repeating what the lads said, you know, they're a mystery, but to have serious talent, is this the other going to put it together? No, no one knows yet, absolutely not. A team, I'd, I'd reckon, if the weather stayed reasonably good, is Kilmaley, maybe it haven't been mentioned that much. I think there's great potential there. The only thing about it is, I'd say, in heavy conditions, they're not maybe the biggest team, but, you know, they're, they're, they're a great team to move the ball, and they're, they're speedy, and they're skillful, and, and all that. But, as I said, if the weather maybe deteriorated, it might suit maybe the likes of... I suppose the more physically strong teams. Uh, the Mills never beaten by much. No matter what relegation or, or, or a county final, they're always fighting, you know, and they're just close enough to it. So I, I fancy the Mills be one of the teams that will come out of it simply because they, they just they pull together and they're, they're, they're hard and they're seasoned and they're battle, they're battle hard. You can't rely as much on any Kilmore or Kilmelia, those for that. Clonary, we talked about the same way. And Kilmore, I think, are carrying a few injuries as well, which could hold them up. So, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's a great group. It'll be very entertaining watching it, and you just hope Whitegate will, will take a scalp at least, and uh, you know they'll be taking scalps off each other. So I think this could be wide open to up to the last, the last games. Yeah, and we turn to Group Two and Clarecastle, Scarif, Six Mile Bridge, and Multons. And Mark, you know you're the reigning intermediate champions back up in in the senior championship. Your thoughts on that group? First off, I'm sure luckily it is. Is as tough as the from our point of view, it is as tough as the one we just went through there. So, look, the three teams in it, they've all been county champions since we were last in a in a county final. So, look, at we're just we'll have our work cut out. But look, at we're not looking any further than the first match, and then after that, will be for next week. But for now, it's today's match, and um. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and looking forward to it. And Sean, you know, Scarifin and, and Wolf Tones, you know, Wolf Tones, you know, they good pedigree, good good pen the players there, you know, yeah. a lot of work down there. You know, it's going to be tough for Scarif, Sean. Yeah, it will, it will. There's no doubt there's no doubt about that. But I think if Scarif can reignite the the, um, the flair and the the the, 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 the tenacity and the, the commitment and the everything else that goes with championship hurling you know that they did have at the final stages of the intermediate championship last year I, I would certainly give them, give them a good chance against Wolthorns Wolthorns very often flatter to deceive like we all know they have they have very good quality player you know you can talk about Channer and Aaron Cunningham and all those lads but at the end of the day they don't always deliver you know and and um, I think I think Scarif are going in. You know they they probably the outsiders going in, but I w- I would give Scarif um, definitely fifty fifty chance in that game. And Mark, even going back to yourself, there is a change in the guard there. I know you, you've a, a number of younger players that come into the into the panel this year. Possibly we'll see action over the weekend. You know it's it's evolving all the time. It is, yeah. There, like you'd have to say, there's the work that was put in a number of years ago with the underage here is beginning to show the progress has continued so we had five if not six lads that came in over 17 this year and there's big chances for some of them on Saturday that they will figure yeah so look look I don't know do you look at it we it was great to win the intermediate last year and that was the thing that was the goal there for the last number of years but like do you go into the senior championship as the bottom ranked team then so that's we have to for ourselves and the group, it is progress you want to make then on that, on the back of that win and test yourself against all those teams. Yeah, Danny, your thoughts on that group? You know, I know you're involved with the, the Bridge Intermediates. We will talk about after, but the Bridge reigning county champions going for three in a row. Yeah, and probably deserve to be favourites again this year for the championship. Um, it's hard to see the way the the last two years have gone. Nobody has come up with 
a team to beat the system they have. No, maybe somebody, did, you know, fellas will work on it and every team will be working on it. But right now, nobody has. And they have won games just with the player the seven band. We all know the player the, the sweeper. And they have a system and they rigidly stick to it. You know, they, they have, they've only used 17 players in the two championships. Like, they won't be making changes for Scarif, Wolf Tones, Clark Castle. I suppose they didn't want to be in the same group as the bridge. But um I think I think this, the second spot we'd have to make the bridge favourites come out of it. And the second spot is wide open and I think Scarif have a huge chance. Um like Sean said, Wolf Tones often they don't deliver with all the promise. At the end of the day they're what we call townies. They're a townie team and it is easy to get inside their heads. Um you know, and Scarif, Scarif will be dogged, and if they, if their if their game is right, they have two savage forwards. You have Mark Rogers, you have Patrick Ryan. Both of them were on county panels this year. Maxine action with the seniors, so I give Scarif. I I nearly have them favourites in my own head. I know on paper, then you're not going to be favourites on on Saturday, but I I I give you a great chance. And and again, I think personally, I think Castle are in a downward spiral. I actually think they're the weakest team in the group. And, you know, I've been talking to Pat Tuohy and a few of the, the, the older Clarecastle Castle crowd and they're, they're anything but impressed now. And they just, they, they, they're actually become getting to the feeling now where Clarecastle might do it for the club even to take a step down. They've The last three years, I think, or four, they've been in either semi-final or the final of the relegation. And they're going over. It's all about winning one match. And as a club, it's it's going over from them. And I don't see that changing this year. Brendan? Yeah. Um, I suppose the bridge, you know, will be favourites rightly. I suppose we could go two years without seeing a goal from the bridge if, if the system stays going the way it is going. Um, but, like, you know, Scarif are coming in a nice way into this championship, I think. They had a good run in the league. Blooded a good few players good bit of momentum with them and there's always a bounce when you go up from intermediate into senior there's a great buzz in the club you know you're, you're up there and we experienced it in 04 and went up and I think we hit a quarter final you know you know, it's, as the groups go I think the draw isn't too bad for Scarif um, like Clare Castle as Danny says you know, four years semi-final in relegation you will get caught and with two coming down this year you know, it is, it is going to be tough again. But I, I would I would give Scarif a chance. Um, we played Wolf Tones early on in the year. Uh, tough battle. Cunningham got injured the same evening. But, you know, Shanahar is a threat. He'd be at what you see at inter-county level. But when he's with the club, he's a bigger threat. Like he's a big man to handle. Like, you know, so he's going to have to be watched. Cunningham, I hear, is back. You know, another marksman is going to be watched. But I think Scarif are coming to a good bit of form. I would agree the bridge will probably are the favourites, and rightly so, as county champions. And I would give Scarif a good chance to come out of that group. Pat? Well, the bridge are favourites, and deservedly so. I, I, they're a very hard team to beat, and, and they're capable of pulling out a win, you know, uh, no matter what's thrown at them. And uh, that's, that's great. Just great credit to the players that, and, and management they have there in recent years. Um, it's just interesting. Clare Castle been in a bit in decline. Um, you compared them with their fellow operational Bellier, the, the, you know the the, the the graphs have gone totally the opposite way in the last ten years. I remember Bellier being a junior club, and now they're we'll be talking about them as being one of the favourites for this. I'm sure 
course, and, in Clare Castle, it's Joan Opeta, yeah. And uh, Clare Castle, well, then he was suggesting intermediate from, from Tuohy there, so I'm not saying it's a junior, but, uh, you know, they are struggling, and it's just amazing how a club with that history and maybe, you know, a decent number of underage players and that uh, are struggling. But, you know, the tide can turn as well. But uh, I think the bridge and Scarif can come out of that group. I, you know, Scarif play a great brand of Hurland. They have a couple of dangerous forwards, as, as was referred to, and uh, I think, um, you know, it's a step up from intermediate, I know, but... Between Wolfton and Scarif, uh, that'll be a really, really close game shortly, shortly on later on today. And uh, if um, if Scarif can sneak in there, it's a, they, they could, it could set up for a good year for them. Denny, we turned into your home club as we speak at the moment, Broadford, in with Bellier. A lot of people's favourites are the main challengers to Six Bridge. Cretlow there, also you know enough about them. And the Dogness of Crushing, they're not going away yet. So another another tough group. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough group. It's a group, you know, Broadford would be looking at the relegation and this one now if, um, if, 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 if you know I, I just don't, don't see us doing anything uh, this year I think Sunday we could be uh, if, if Mr. Kelly keeps his exploits up we won't need anybody else to score and he'll probably still have enough you know um, we have a few injuries we have a couple of young lads coming into now and look at there is promise in Bradford but I, I just think the group, it, it, it doesn't suit them. The games are not going to suit them. So um, I don't see us coming out of the group. Hopefully we'll be, we'll be looking for third and maybe not get involved in the relegation dogfight afterwards. But you'll have to fancy Bellier topping the group. And then, like Crushing, there's no end to Crushing. There never is. They're always there. They'll, they'll fight it out to the end. And, you know, no matter what they're playing. So... Cratler, 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 you know, you still have Conor McGrath, you still have McInerney, all these fellas are still there, they're still great club holders. So, I I think Pellier topped the group, second place between the winners of that crushing Cratler game whenever it is played. Sean, to follow on Denny there. It wouldn't be as much doom and gloom as Denny is now in relation to Rotford, but um, it's a tough group. It seems, it seems, and the uh, you know the optics of it, you know, seem it's a very balanced group in the sense that you couldn't exactly say. I, I certainly wouldn't say Rotford would, would be in, you know, be the, the four team in it, but. Uh, and I know Bellier aren't going that hectic. Um, Fiedel played him last week and and beat him ten or twelve points in, in a challenge game. And um, and I know you know the, we all know what challenges do and and the false reading you get from them. But I I wouldn't I would I wouldn't think there is you know there is there they're that you know far ahead. But um, you know Bradford will, will have their work cut out to beat them at the same time. You know um, Cretlow and Crushin uh, that game could go either way. I, I wouldn't rule out Crushin at all. And I know Cretlow are, are, you know, they have a lot of very good t- of talent right through the field. And, and they have that for the last eight or ten years, you know. Uh, but they, they wouldn't think they probably don't have a huge amount of younger players coming through, you know. Um, outside of Damon Ryan, you know, he's the main man that has come through in the past two or three years. So other than that, like they haven't, haven't huge players coming through. Um, Crushin, are, are Crushin, as we've said already, you know, um, that game could just go either way. But it's probably Bellier, Cretlow, you would say, on the face of it, to come, to come out of it. Do you concur with that, Mark? Or do you see a difference, you know? Uh, like, it is, it is extremely tight now. Like, you go back and think about, uh, Danny's talking about Tony Kelly and being the one-man show, and which he generally is. 
like the Mills beat them last year now I know the Mills are improving all the time and we talked them up there a few and minutes Bro- ago and Profford should have beat beaten them, them correct yes yes so look they mightn't be too far ahead in that group as maybe people are thinking which tightens it up a good bit look I, I don't see why they'd be Bradford would be eight or ten pints less off than Ballier I think they'd be a lot closer than that and I'd agree with Sean the other two is like look at marginally Ballier they might lose a match in it they, they'll still come out of it and any of the other three can definitely I wouldn't have brought for down near the bottom of it at all they give them a chance to come out as well but the other two will be formidable opponents like you'd want to be really on your game the day you play either Crusheen or Cretlaw as Sean as the boy said Pet it is a very balanced group and you know Denny is kind of he could be maybe playing down Bradford a bit here too like but uh, you know Bradford are always going to be hard to beat they're not going to go down they're not going to sit back and let anyone uh, take them easy you know Cretlo they have the football going as well Crusheen look at everyone knows what yeah. you're going to get for Crusheen and Chabellier or, or Bellier you know so you're taking it well uh, I've, I've been blue in the face when I said the Broadford wants to get out of immediate senior will suit them and uh, I can try and prove them right last year I think they had a couple of brilliant displays last year just didn't get the results but you know that was the first, you know the early stages of their senior uh, tenor and it hope to be a lot longer but um, yeah I, I think Broadford will, will, will put up to, to these teams without a bother uh, just to get that vital result in the last two minutes of the thing I think Cratlow when they're freshly or a very good side before you know before, before the, the, the football holding football holding at Central later on in the year maybe and uh, as the fresh team I, I think they still have some fabulous players and I wouldn't put a place for Cratlow to be able for Bellier when it comes so uh, Bellier Bradford I, I, I suppose Bellier you'd have to say by a few points there Crusheen Cratlow either way but I, I think definitely Cratlow would, would, would be a better team than Crusheen uh, even though Crusheen have been betting with many of us either worlds over the years Brendan yeah, I suppose Bellier will be looking to come out all right. Like, you know, um, going back to what Mark said about Bellier last year, like with the Mills, I think they were missing Brennan in that match. I think that was the, the turning point there for me because remember when we were previewing the match, we were saying if they had Brennan, he might be the difference of getting them over the line. Like, you know, he's that big, strong presence. I think Bellier could be the team this year to give the bridge a real rattle for the championship. I think they'd be the one team that would be able to dissect the system with the Roman Tony Kelly. Um, but as for the group, like, you know, Broadford, Broadford are an honest team. They'll give you everything they have, you know, when you come up against them. And I think, you know, I think Cracklaw, as Sean said, they haven't brought much through, so they're looking at the same sort of group of players the whole time to do hurling of football. And the longer, whoever they get in the last match, that football match could be the key difference of them sticking or twisting. You know what I mean? And like, it's hard to do it. You can see the way the McGraths are gone for in Tipperary with Lockmore. They're absolutely flattened from playing hurling football, hurling football. Cracklow are the same type of club. They're relying on the same type of players to do both from. And I think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Cracklow don't come out of this group actually. Because I think they're a team that's actually on a bit of a decline. And I think, you know, they're talking about second there with Broadford. I think, you know, there could be a little twist in this group. This is the group I think to be a twist with Bellier. You could be shocked to see who come out in second. And you can be sure you can be assured in the championship there is going to be shocks, there's no doubt about that. The final group in the senior is uh, Clooney Quinn, uh, the newly crowned Clare Club champions, Fiekel, Newmark and Fergus, in Aerog, and Pat, we'll start with you on this one. Well, to my mind, I, I, it's not based on the cup alone, but I think Peekle are probably the best best starting fifteen in that group, to be honest about it. Obviously, Shane O'Donnell isn't, we don't think, going to play with their rogues, so he's a massive loss to them. 
even though he hasn't been a massive scorer for them in recent years, he's still a big presence. Uh, I think Fiekel have a superb first, first 15 and maybe they now also have three or four decent subs to bring in. So I put Fiekel favourites, which they probably won't want to be after that. And I think they'll beat Clooney Quinn uh, today, uh, to this weekend. Uh, the, the market there rogue. I think the market could beat Aero here. I think, you know, there's a bit of fight in the market. Again, not too many young players we're too familiar with. But Aero, when they didn't take their chance in the last couple of years, with you know, Shane O'Donnell and Reedy going well, and, you know, okay, Aaron Fitzgerald was very good this year for when he, when he appeared for Clare and that, but he was, he was there, you know, he was there before with them. So um, I'd say Fiekel in, in the market for me, I would have predicted Aero this time last year, but I think they're probably declining a bit with, with those players, with, with Shane O'Donnell missing. Mark, everyone is saying about Bellier could be the team that would give the most challenge to the bridge. And in fairness, in the last number of years, it's Herog who came closest and maybe should have got over, at least once, got over the challenge of Six Mile Bridge. OK, Shane O'Donnell, apart, if he's missing a huge loss, Fiekel, you know, the newly crowned Clare Cup champions, they'll gain confidence in that. The Aussie has returned home for Clooney Queen. We'll see what he's like when he, com- when he comes back later on today. Who do you think will come out there? Well, uh, on a rogue anyway, I know they're missing Shane O'Donnell, but you'd have to say they're making progress. And this is kind of a, as Brendan says, a tweaker, twister, thick year. That they really have to be break. Like back, yeah, make a break really towards the final. Now, whether they'll be good enough with, when you analyse some of the other teams, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of progress they've, they, um, they've made. Now, Fiekel, you'd have to say they're very strong coming off that Clare Cup. Um, when definitely I'd have them as favourites to come out of that group. Now, we saw Numerica there lately ourselves. I know they were missing one or two, but they look very mobile and seem to have a different system than most other teams going, and they'd be tricky enough. Clooney Quinn, don't see him being in the top two on that one. Sean, we follow with you. With the with the lads, um, Fiekel obviously, you know, you'd expect they'd come out. They'd be first team out. Um, it's a toss up then. Um, Rogue Newmarket, Newmarket. I think there's a freshness about them this year from right here, and they're they're prepared well. They're they're training very well, and um, I, I I wouldn't rule them out. Um, Rogue. I, I was at the Rogue Bridge game last year, and um, they, they they were. F- you know, they were very much in that game up to 10 or 15 minutes to go. And um, they actually missed a good few scoring chances in the in the first half. They could actually have been have been ahead, well ahead at half time. Should have been a way Should there. have been, yeah. So, I, I, OK, I, I, we all have to admit Shane O'Donnell is a massive loss to any team, club or county. And um, we just hope that he, he, he'll be back. I believe he's done some small bit of training, but um, it's very minimal at the moment. Um, but I, I think um, Fiekel certainly... Um, and, and even forget about their 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 their, their clear cup win. You know, championship is different. You know, I I, I never go too much on, on leagues and, and cup wins. It, it championship it, it always decides your status, and and it, it, it's a different it's a different animal altogether when you start playing championship. You have to be able to bring that form from the cup, which which we all know they have. The thing about fetal is they're, they're a physically um, a fine you know find fine team and they have the few real class hurlers in between the notion and Shane McGrath and and they complement um, you know the, the the more physical type player that they have and they have a really good blend so I I, I expect Fiegel to come out there certainly and you know it could be no marker there rogue you know and I wouldn't the one thing about Tony Quinn is Fergie Lachlan is training him and the one thing they'll last the pace they'll be fit 
you know, and they'll give it everything. Now, whether Peter has a contribution to make or not, time is only going to tell. Danny, looking at this one, you know, everyone in St. Fiegel is going to come out. Is it a certainty that they're going to come out of this group? Sure, it's like any group, nothing is a certainty, but they have to be favourites in that group. Their third year in senior, I think, is it a fourth, third or fourth, and they, I think they've made steady progress every year. So, they're, and they're, the basis of the the bones of the team is young, you know, so I, I do believe that they'll top the group. Um, Erog. As everyone says O'Donnell is a huge loss but I think Liam Corey is doubtful as well and he'd be a huge he, loss at the yeah. back equally as as O'Donnell is up front he's as big a loss at the back and I couldn't see him doing anything without the two of them you know but whatever chance they have without O'Donnell if Corey is missing as well it's, he's a major loss um, the market I'm involved as we know I'm involved at the Bridge Intermediates we played them there a few weeks ago and they have a lot of good young fellas now there's powers and um, there's a young Gil Martin, there's a, a own Gil file is in good. You know, they're not yeah. bad. They're not bad now and yeah. I, I think that they'd be fighting hard for second place there and I give them the nod actually. It pains me to say it but if I tell you one thing with Denny's back in America I tell you he must be fairly serious about it. <laughs> of course you'd have good connect you'd have good connections down there, Denny's so oh, yeah. Brendan we'll finally on this group. Yeah, um Fecal you'd say would be the they're the farm team to come out of the group, but Sean made a very good point. Like, you know, league and championship are two different things. So you have to raise it another notch. And the first the first game in all these groups is the main game. You know, get off to a good start. And if you can get a win under your belt, the confidence is good and training is going well, didn't you? But for the other, Clooney Quinn, I don't know. Um, I know there's the Fergie factor, but I, I I haven't seen much of them. But I have seen, we played no market in the Clear Cup. And we played a rogue in the Clare Cup. And of the two teams that I saw, I thought no market that there was something there. You could see they were the, they were the better of the two what I've seen. Now I know a rogue were missing their county boys, David Reedy, Aaron Fitzgerald, and there was a few football lads missing as well. But that night they looked they looked very disjointed. And to be surprising, the men that's over him, Jerry O'Connor. There was words coming from the sideline, even sparks flying with fellas, like, you know what I mean, to to knuckle down in the hole. It just didn't look right. And I was there and I said, I don't know, I d- didn't just tick the box for me, so I'm going to go fecal and no market. Right, we, t- we, we have re- previewed the groups for the senior championship. Now we're going to nail you your colours to the mess. Pat McNamara, who's going to win the senior championship this year? There's another one in the bridge, I think, <coughs> and I think uh, there, there doesn't there seem to be another team coming up that has, you know, shown shown the cause to, to, to pass the boat. I think the bridge will sneak another one, and maybe after that, then one of the, the other teams will maybe uh, feature. We'll, we'll see who, who makes a, a burst this year. Brendan? Uh, I think one of the best hurlers in the country is hurling with Bellier, and I think he could he could be the, the deciding factor for him. So you're going Bellier? Bellier. Then we need an SQ at all in this one. <laughs> I'm going for the mark. <laughs> <laughs> Sean? I think just the bridge is, yeah. I, I, I couldn't see beyond the bridge. Um, it was already, you know, alluded to there. Unless somebody can break down the system and um, score from outside the... Um, you know, the, the 80, 70, 80 mark um, and start getting over pines from there and, um, you know, get at Cayman Mori. Uh, I presume he'll probably seal the sweeper again. If someone doesn't step up and, and pick him up and, and go bald-headed for, 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 
you know, trying to win it, the game. It's the funny shot that of all the years that the bridge are playing the sweeper. He's never been marked yeah. in any match. I can never understand it, uh, that, that, you know, everyone knows what they're doing and it, it's telegraphed, you know, for the past two or three years and still nobody has ever the bullet and actually got, went about you know putting him out of the game or taking him on or you know get, getting through him I know they, they have perfected it all around him I so well it. and he's seriously well protected but until someone actually goes about it um, I think Bridge are still there they're the, 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 the team to win Merck are you going to make it the majority are well best yeah. majority. Well, are the bridge going to bring three in a row can it Hamilton's back well I'd love to say there'll be two teams in that group in the county final but I wouldn't be that um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, look, very hard to look beyond the bridge. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go with them to make a three in a row. Brendan, your dad may know. So, look, at, well, it's the bridge. It's the bridge. It is. Les, we turn now to the Intermediate Championship and, and Petty Brown. And Petty Brown is resting in Scaliff at the moment, but only for a, a short stay. We start off with Group 1, Pat Tubber, Killinina, Aina Killamona, and, and Denny's, Denny's team, Six Mile Bridge. The group of death in the intermediate for sure. I think no one would disagree with that. Tubber, very hard to beat. You know, finalist last year. Missing Patrick Connor. Our lads have improved, no question. The numbers are up. There's better trainings. A um, few lads have come back. Uh, you know, they will perform better, but they're not going to come out. They're not going to come out on top anyway. And Kilmona, the bridge have been the two best senior second teams for a while now. But bridge for many years. And Kilmona have a really good second team. So tough, tough battle. Um, but hoping all lads can sneak a win. Uh, later on, but uh, it's a t- it's a really tough group. Any of the four, any two of the four could come through, but uh, uh, the topper on the bridge maybe. Denny, you're involved. You're, you know, your manager of the intermediates, uh, bridge intermediates. You know, is there a possibility that she could lose players to the senior? Absolutely. Um, we, the, it's not a possibility. We will lose players on Friday. Um, the bridge of only fifteen fit players, so anything that happens, it's going to be an intermediate going in. Uh, from from our point of view, the intermediate management, we're just hoping that it's less rather than we hope that having to bring on five subs for any reason. Um, and look at Aina Kilimona are probably in the same boat. Um, we're playing them Sunday. Their, their seniors are playing as well, and I'm sure a lot of their subs and the senior will be their intermediate players, you know. So it could come down to Sunday who loses the most, you know. Um, we, things have gone well for us in the last couple of weeks now. We we had a very poor start to the Care Cup. Um, St. Joseph's gives the right hiding, but, you know, we, we've got over a few injuries that we had and things are going fairly okay. If we didn't lose players, um, we'd, we'd give the group a rattle. Hopefully we'd get in the top two. I'm not saying we will, but we, if we don't lose too many, we'll be there or thereabouts. And uh, again, Pat said it's a group of it. Any one of the four teams can come out of it, and and I'm not just I'm not playing down the bridge here or anything. But I I think all four teams are very evenly matched. I saw Killinano with Prem Bradford there two weeks ago, and some real real impressive young fellas coming. You know, Killinano really come on come on a lot this year. Um, so I'd be hoping I'd be hoping we come out of it, and from what I can see, anybody else. And any two of the four, Tubber without Pat O'Connor, maybe are not the same. Like Mark, probably he had a Scarif had him got got a couple of goals in him there a few weeks ago. Um, so uh, I I don't know. It's just the favourites would be Tubber and ourselves around to kill them on. I'm not being disrespectful to kill Nan and that now, but they wouldn't be in the they wouldn't be in the shake up as we all know right now. 
Mark, you know enough about Tobo. You played him last year in, in, in the intermediate final. You also played him with the 91 the, the league final there lately. You're taking this one, Mark. Yeah, sure. I agree with Danny. It is, it is fair tight now with all four teams and like Kilanina making progress again. A lot of work done there over the last few years. A change of management this year brings a freshness to it. So they'll they'll cause trouble for, for all three teams in that. Now, Tubber, I don't know, there's two ways you look at Tubber. They're going to the well a lot for the last few years and to go to this year without Pat O'Connor and I think Noel Early or or O'Grady Fergal O'Grady yeah so so it just tightens their resources up a small bit now and the way Danny has described the other match they're depending on availability and lads going to the senior teams that makes that other match a real battle like if you're down if the bridge are down one or any kill them one or lose two the outcome of that will have a serious impact on the rest of the group but over the last number of years when we were in the intermediate like Six Mile Bridge every year were uh, you wouldn't say boxing above their weight but they always quarter final team and consistent consistent yeah and made it very difficult for most of the top teams in that so look I'd fancy them to come out of it and tend to the fourth to Tubber maybe hopefully Kilnane had beat him like but <laughs> was uh, tight yeah Brendan in two words who's going to come out of that group um, I, th- I agree with Mark Tubber and the Klein uh, I think you know they can't keep going down there so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Ina Kilnamon and, and um, the bridge right that's group one Brendan we're going to start with you on this one your own teams Mitch O'Brien's unfortunately came very close in the in the championship last year um, beaten after extra time by the eventual winners <coughs> You've the Mills, Cracklow and a small team called Tulla. Yeah, small team called Tulla. Um, but, you know, under new management now, Eamon Kelly uh, from Killadangan um, has a good bit of experience under his belt. He won a, an All-Ireland Intermediate with Killadangan in 04. We know he'd been training inter-county teams as well. Um, after seeing Tulla last year, we were watching them and we were saying, I remember myself and Pat, when, we, when you done Tulla and Killinane, we were saying they were looking like champions, but looking at Tulla that night, I thought they conceded too much against Killinane. And I said it to you, beyond, I said, that's why I didn't think they would win it. And if Tulla get their team right, what they've done with Scarif, they brought McInerney and Corey back, I think it suited Scarif. So if they get one of them up to the top, either one centre back, one centre forward, they're, they're not a bad side, Tulla, they've both in there. And there's young fella corner forward, uh, or yeah, um, Murphy's Murphy, that Murphy, there's good yeah. as well. Like you know, so look, we we had a decent uh, clear cup run. Uh, the boys are training well. Um, we've been knocking the door for the last number of years, but we just can't get through the door. Like we've been in four semi-finals, I think four or five semi-finals. I remember sitting around this table last year, and I quietly fancied us last year to be honest about it, but knowing the table give us a chance and I was delighted. And that's probably, when you're going around this year, they'll be all roaring because of the Scarif match. No, they're, all, they're all going back in you this year. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, But I don't think you can define it that way. You know, I don't think there was enough consistency in us. You talk to the players below, we beat Rowan, we drew with Currafin. That's the way they're looking at it. We lost to Scarif, we lost to Josephs. You know, so you're looking for consistency within your team as well. No management going in as well, Tony Gleeson. Um, and a good lad as well. So, like, look, you'd have to say Tulla and Smith O'Brien's will come out of that group. 
Um, I don't see why why they shouldn't, and if they don't, well, they don't have realistic chances in the winning intermediate championship. Do you concur with that, Pat? As one of the most clear, clear cut groups, I think you could find really. I mean, if if the first teams of Smith O'Brien's and Tulla should be well able to beat the Middles and Cretlow's second teams, I think, and uh, but not just on, on on the size of the clubs and all that in the second teams, but based on forms. But Smith O'Brien's very impressive last year, very unlucky, and Tulla we know our. Um, themselves expecting to be up there in knocking on the road that intermediate championship and trying to win it and they have enough players I think to be in that position so uh, Smith the Brides and Tuller I think is fairly clear cut in this case Danny do you concur with that? Absolutely yeah I can't see you can't see anything else Sean yeah, I, I certainly would the same uh, uh, you know at the end of the day um, the Middles and Cratler are two second teams and it would be very hard to expect them to compete against two first teams with the experience of, of Tulla particularly and Smith O'Brien's. Smith O'Brien's were very close last year and I was seriously impressed with them. You know, um, I, I, I just feel that they're, that they're the two teams that will come out. Merck? You know, you you came up against Middle Rise last year. You know the battle you had. You also came over the battle at Tulla. They beat you once. You beat them on the day they counted in the quarter final. Realistically, you know the Mills and Cratlow are really playing for uh, to be avoid relegation here. They are, or to cause a bit of a shock in one of them two matches. But look, you can't look past Tulla or Smith O'Brien's now. We start with you in the next group: in St Joseph's, Clonlara, Pertine, and Corrafin. St. Joseph's, many people's favourites, you know, even though they were well hammered by Rowan in the semi-final last year. New management in there, Michael File and, and that Dowling from Limerick is in with him. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, again, you're, they're one of the top teams that you'd nearly envision seeing in a semi-final. And with the change of management, Mike is bringing his experience that he had with Fiekel and he knows what it took to win, to win the intermediate championship and to make progress so now the only thing Joseph's that I know they're winning some of these league matches handy enough go back to their championship last year very poor so look you'll be for them the change that has been made that he'll get the best out of them and you should imagine to see them in the in the latter stages of it Clonera's second team can't see them causing too many much trouble in that the other match would Corfin and Pertin both of them teams always give themselves within a fighting chance of making progress in the championship. So it'll be interesting to see what way that one goes now. We played both of them this year now and again maybe we were missing a few and they both them teams were missing a few but that's the difficult one to call now that Corrafin, maybe a marginal preference for Corrafin to come out with Joseph's. And Sean, that's a big game this week in Corrafin and Pertin, you know, unfortunately, yeah. like all games are big games, but it really, you know, it's going to set where they're, where they're going to go. Yeah. This is under serious pressure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I slightly fancy Corrafin as well, because, you know, they're, they're a dual club and, and a strong dual club in the sense that football is, is very important to a huge section of that club. And there are a number of dual players. And I just think maybe you, there, aren't, there, there, there haven't been too many football, you know, there's, there's a two, there are two rounds over, right? But the longer they go on, they'll probably, you know, pick up some injuries and they'll have, you know, commitments to, to both panels or to both managements. And I just feel maybe at the moment, Corrafin would, would probably get through. Um, Clonera and Dura Bearfield, I, I believe there's a great buzz in Dura Bearfield with the change of management. And, you know, there's an eagerness there to try and get back up to senior because they, they are, uh, you know, they have a club with a very proud history and they really want to get out of the intermediate grade. And I think they'll take their first step. You know, I think they'll, they'll, be, they'll be serious contenders. 
Yeah, and Denny in, you know, and Sean is right about St. Joseph. They don't consider themselves an intermediate club, but results dictate otherwise. They'd be more than anxious to come out of this this year. They will, and they probably got the wake-up call that they maybe needed before the championship ever started with the Mills there, the last round of the Clare Cup, to get 6-15 or... Mm. You know, to concede six goals, that could be the actual kick that they, they needed to get their year going. And they have to be one of the favourites to actually win the championship. And definitely, most, I can't see anybody touching them in the group. They'll, they should win all their three games. And the, the winners of Sunday's game looks like coming with them. And I, I have a slight fancy for Corofin. Do you concur with that, Brendan? Yeah, I would. Like... Like Scarif could have been playing Corrafin very easy last year in the county semi final matter than Smith O'Brien's only for a dubious referee's decision and I put it down to discipline from Corrafin as well. We would we covered the match and they had a chance they got a free at the end and their discipline again cost them. So you know, like they have a blend of young fellas coming through from the minor team or the seven with Rowan, the one that they have a, a yeah, few yeah. young fellas coming through that. So you know they're not bad. I Corofin will have a serious say in this championship, I think, this year. They're, they were very, very unlucky last year. You know, it was a bad, bad decision that went against them. But if they shut their mouths, all, your men, all we could do was tap the ball over the bear. The ball was brought in 15 yards and he buried it. You know, that, that was the fine line between, between a county semi-final. And, and, you know, and they were fencing their chances, talking to them afterwards even as the, a few weeks after. So, like, Joseph's again, you know, we we saw Joseph's last year, like, but I give him a serious game beyond Tintola, you know, going into the championship. And, uh, like, the beat was in the first round beyond, but the wake-up call they got was against Tubber, like, Tubber absolutely annihilated him. They put five or six goals past him. So, like, you know, there is the boys with Dowling and Mike Giller, and Giller will bring a very professional setup. Dowling will bring that as well. And you know, a fresh voice, new face, and the whole lot. And I think Joseph's and I think Corofin will be will be the second team with him. Do you concur with that, Pat? Yeah. Uh, so Lara and Partien haven't been mentioned, so I'll just mention them. They're in the group as well, but no question at all. <laughs> Joseph's and Corofin are the two best teams there, and they'll both come out uh, unless something shocking happens. Sean, turning to the final group there, uh, Newmarket, Rowan, Clarkessel, and ourselves, Bo Um Be gift break, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. And um, particularly in the light of maybe having made a, you know, a fair deal of progress last year. But uh, I, I'm a bit concerned, being honest, um, facing into Newmarket. I, I think it's, it's, it's a big game. Um, I, I think Newmarket will be serious opposition. And I think Budaik will have to perform. I think they'll have to bring a performance with them if they, and, and hopefully the result will, will follow suit. But uh, we haven't been setting the headlights in, uh, setting the headlines in, in, the, in the cup. Like we, the real, the two games that, you know, I felt we should have should have been beat winning were both Kinane and and, and um, Gunlaw and, and we didn't win. So uh, I think we have to improve. We can't be relying totally on Petty Fitzgerald for to, to score everything for us. Um, I think we have to get a wider spread of scores, uh, scorers and I think we'll just have to up our performance um, from the league. Merck, you'd know a bit about Budaik. You know, there is good young lads coming through. Hopefully they'll be able to, to make their mark. They should be good enough to come out of this group, though. Yeah, you you would quietly fancy them. Now, saying that, I'd feel that the match they're playing Sunday against the market, that's as big as they've played in a long time. So, it is there. You need to see the progress. You need to start well. And you're not relying on your other two matches then for depending on what happens the last day. But, no, I I wouldn't look, again, no more than ourselves. I wouldn't look 
past Sunday with them, yeah. But great to see him coming out of it, Jan. You'll give him a chance, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Denny, in two words, who do you think will come out of that group? Only two. Two. <laughs> but I can Of course, you have to go for your... You're going for the market in the scene, or are you going for the market here? I actually, yeah. <laughs> Pains me again to say it, but <laughs> yeah. I, I actually think that, irrelevant to Sunday, they're the two best teams in that group. Um, now... A big burn and it also could be in the market seen us taking some of the intermediates. They could lose players that and that that could like um open the the door for some of the other teams. But right now, um but I can maybe well no, I won't go for him. I'll go for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it twice. In a, in a couple of words. Yeah, I, I give Ryan a chance as well because we played him last year and I think it was only in the last couple of minutes we tapped on a few points to beat him. So they're not bad and they'll be like Corfin. They'll have a few fellas coming into the, from the minor as well. Shane Punch is in there, good lad. And there's a few more lads in there. So, yeah, you know, I think... But I have to step up from last year like they just can't live off the laurels of it they have to to take another step and go forward and like you know we were all raving about it that was good progress but you have to back it up so I will go but I can I think Rowan I will give Rowan a, a shout in that group Pat who would you take for coming out of this group well I was pretty impressed with Budaik the last couple of years we've covered them in championship seen them in championship hurling a uh, young team great potential but you have to deliver on the day so if they do you know have all their players fit and uh, produce a performance they'd definitely come out of the group I think uh between the one in the market, I just don't see have seen either of them enough to know which uh, you'd expect one with their with, with with their own that has been their main club team would produce a team good enough to come through. But I see the market could be could be hard enough to beat as well. So definitely, but like Leo, you'd be glad to hear. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you said that in this bit. <laughs> but in all, in all, then after all that, we have the groups previewed again. Like to see now in one word, who's going to bring Paddy Brown home this year? Two words: St Joseph's. Just about. Brendan, Smith O'Brien's. Yeah, come in. Three words. Kenny, <laughs> I disagree with him. I think it's that group, Tola or Smith O'Brien's. I could go for either one of them, but I, I'd back up Brendan there. I'd go for Smith O'Brien's. I got your sticky over that crowd. Of course, you played together a few years ago. Sean, Tola, Smith O'Brien's, um, and possibly Corafina. I wouldn't lose him out, but I'd, I'd go for I'd go for Joseph's. Mark. Smith O'Brien's, <coughs> I think I've seen enough of it there over the last few years. The, this wouldn't be advice I'd be giving them, but I think if they'll realise how to win these matches, which they have learned over the last few years, I think if they use that properly, I think they'll be the team to beat. Yeah, and we, we hope that the trophies that we've all championships going back to East Clare, over this side, we'll take the trophies home. That concludes our show, Leds here, Sports Night Show here today on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thanks to all the Leds, thanks to Pat, Brendan, Denny, Sean and Mark for their input to the programme. Thanks also, also to Jim Collins who made the control tour here for us this evening. We hope you enjoyed the show at home. We look forward to great action over the weekend uh, with the Championship and we wish all the teams the very, very best to look. And all that remains is for me, Leo Dial, for Sports Night in association with the Credit Union. Until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.